we always focus on is education to action, which means we have to understand who you are, where you're at, what the next steps you're going to, and then how do we educate you on just that next step? So you can see the big map and know, great, these are the incremental steps that you're going to take every quarter or every half a year or every year as you're building your wealth up. Hello, hello. My name is Abel Pacheco, and you're listening to the Five Talents Podcast, how to build wealth like the 1%. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Five Talents Podcast, how to build wealth like the 1%. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I'm the principal of Five Talents Capital. We're a San Antonio, Texas real estate investment firm, and we're actively invested in 1,500 doors of commercial real estate worth $115 million, much of which is right here in San Antonio, Texas, the Alamo City, baby. I'm also a fund manager, a capital allocator, and a servant leader who learned how to invest like the 1%. And on the Five Talents podcast, I enjoy helping others learn and doing the same. So if you're seeking investment strategies to catapult your family wealth and generate passive income, even in today's volatile market, this show is for you. Because each week we're bringing you interviews with PE firms, investment advisors, financial planners, tax strategists, VC funds, and many others who are highly skilled in handling money, good stewards of capital, and individuals who advise the wealthiest 1% on what to do with their money. So each show, we're going to provide you insights and actionable steps that you can implement to become a better investor. You're always going to learn something that you can apply in your own investment journey on the Five Talents Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. All right. Hello, hello. This is Abel Pacheco, your host for the Five Talents Podcast, where how to build wealth like the 1%. We have an amazing guest, Mr. Scott Royal Smith. He's joining us today. Scott. Thank you for joining, brother. How's it going? Oh, man, it's so great to be here. I love taking opportunities I can to unravel all of the secrets that I've learned through my own real estate investing and attorney journey here. So thanks for having me on the show, Abel, so I can have the opportunity to share. Yeah, an investor, an attorney journey. I love it. Education, action. Let's get it on, man. Our listener base is you know, ideally pegged for the most... Uh, they have the best opportunity to implement the education that you're going to provide us because all of us are trying to figure out how to up the level of net worth, how to increase our tax strategy, how to keep more of it at at the house, how to gain financial freedom, whatever the situation is that all of our listeners in, we're pumped. And I know you have a tremendous background. So before I turn it over really to you, if you don't know Scott, he's the founder and CEO of Royal Legal Solutions. But he's, you know, he's an investor himself. He does it exactly like we, we do. He worked when he was younger. He met, had a good plan. I'm sure like most of us would go to school, get a degree, get to work. And then all of a sudden, man, the guy's been investing, doing really great stuff since he was younger. And then, you know, found his way through and now is on the other end after a couple of amazing, you know, podcast interviews with Bigger Pockets, had grew a $2 million revenue, you know, business with no funding. That was 2017. He's been crushing it since then. 2,000 plus real estate clients with protection, protecting over $1.2 billion of assets across all 50 states. So if you're listening today, you've got a great guest. So let me turn it over to you for a second, Scott, in your own words, man, to tell us who you are 
and what you do. And we'll just start a great conversation here. Yeah, man. You know, I, I got it started in real estate investing when I was in law school. I bought a transmission and auto repair shop for the back taxes. And so I was running a business and then rehabbing a building. And then and like while going to school full time, and I ended up flipping that building and business to graduate from law school without any debt. And that's when I fell in love with real estate. And I always knew that real estate was going to be my future because I kept doing it even when I was a litigation attorney suing insurance companies after I graduated. And then so I was making more money doing real estate than I was practicing law. So I got my (laughs) own financial freedom from my real estate investing. But, you know, life has it where you don't ever get to coast. Apparently, my life doesn't. I don't get to coast, right? I always have to be in service to other people. And the times that I've tried to bow out, I've gotten terribly depressed and life started to feel horrible. So I got pulled in these meetup groups where people ask me, hey, man, what do I do to protect my like apartments? You know, what am I doing to protect my single family homes? How are you doing all this with all of your asset protection, your estate planning, your tax, your bookkeeping, your insurance? How does it all integrate together? And so I would just try to help people. And it was just education, right, at that point. But, you know, first I helped one person and then two. And then somebody told me I should go on a podcast. And then at a podcast, I could give all those secrets away for free. So I was like, great. Well, maybe people won't have to talk to me anymore because I'll just give away all the things. <laughs> and I can just say, like, hey, go listen to this podcast. And yeah. that way I don't have to talk. I don't have to go through the same same spiel over and over again. And so I accidentally started Royal Legal Solutions about seven years ago. And, and now we've scaled to about 30 people with five attorneys, big paralegal team. And all we do is help real estate investors. And But my attorney and investing background, it's really led us to a place where now it's so cool because I have this uberly awesome trained team. I get to only handle the very most difficult problems that people run into. And they're all new because everybody else is handling the problems that we've solved before. And life is great, right? I live out in between either Austin, Utah, or in Washington. I'm outside either, you know, climbing Mount Kilimanjaro or, you know, doing dog sledding or rock climbing or getting into like rappelling off of 300 foot cliffs or jumping out of airplanes. And I just get to live this kind of like charmed life now. And I think it's all real estate investing and helping other people just institute the very best methodologies that are previously just for the rich. But now I've created this company to be able to help everybody with that same thing. So I'm excited to share about how exactly that works. So that way, everybody here on this podcast will be like, hey, this is the last thing I need to know to know exactly what I need to put in place for my asset protection, estate planning, tax, and insurance. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Let me let me pause here because there's so many you know rich items. I've never been repelling. I think I would be a little scared of for the freaking roast, oh, man. Of course, uh, everything in your body tells you this is the worst says, idea this you is ever had good. in life. weird that like inside of our human DNA, we're like, Hey, being next to cliffs is probably not a great idea. You know, wisdom. He put that little feeling there. That's like, you should not be doing this, but (laughs) don't be doing it. uh, And then you do it anyway. Right. And what does that remind you of? Right. That reminds me of real estate investing. Really? It's like, ah, this feels scary. And it's like, great. Now, you know, you're alive. All right. You should go do it. (laughs) Now, you know, you're alive. Me and my wife did get to go dog sledding, which is pretty awesome. At first we were a passenger in, and then, you know, they kind of showed us how to take the reins. So like, Hey, don't go too far left or right. We're going to go off this course, but the dog sledding was amazing in Denver. And I've done a little skydiving when I was younger. I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. It was amazing though, just doing it. And like what you said, I heard a couple of things, which was, man, the lifestyle that you have, the ability that you have to go do these things now is afforded by the moves that you made when you were younger. And, you know, even as a, you know, an attorney, you know, law degree, people think, hey, this education, they make a lot of money. I know a lot of investors that work with us 
they make a lot of money in their W-2 as well. But the reason they they invest so much of their earnings is to have, you know, this great, amazing lifestyle, not just a good one, right? I want to go to this next level and, you know, kind of hearing your story. It's like, well, all a lot of these plays, if you don't know them, if you don't are not educated, if your dad or mom, you know, were not the people that taught you how to do it, or your grandparents never showed you if they've created, then it's like, well, I don't, you know, they're usually reserved for the uber wealthy. And now it's like, okay, well, shoot, we got somebody like Scott, that's going to give us a little education. So wherever you're at on your journey, we're going to, we're going to talk about some of these nuggets, man. So, you know, just again, pleasure to hear from you and so far and sorry to pause you. I get excited about this topic. So you made the decision. I'm going to go invest. You've started doing that. The other part that I heard was helping other people. It's funny. The more people that you help, the more value you provide others, the more you end up receiving. That's funny how that works. Right. But why don't you drop a couple of these, you know, insights or, you know, knowledge and some nuggets, like what do most of people come to you for? And then where do you really end up steering them? Like, let's just, you know, think about this base of like, is it, these are the basic first moves that I tell the majority of people that work with me. You know, it's really funny, man. You know, the, you know, I've had the opportunity with my career to be able to spend a significant amount of time with like Grant Cardone, Rod Cleef, Brandon Turner from Bigger Pockets. Yeah. And, yeah. and being able Grant, to Grant's been a Grant's been a podcast guest of ours. And so it was good to have him. And so is Rod Cleef. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, good company. Man. Come to find out all of these guys belong to different social groups that are around other things because none of them are like a pillar into themselves, right? They've mm-hmm. understood the fact that like life is better when you start connecting with other people. So that was one of the things I found out early on was like, hey, if I can sneak myself into the same social groups, I can actually become friends of these people. I In the sense that like, you know, I can text them if I have like a question. Now, it's gotta be a dang good question for me to go out there and pick somebody <laughs> yeah, at that yeah. level of my life because like one misstep, I'm out of the social group, right? Because like, I ain't that cool, you know, but like I can sneak my way into something and be able to hang out with the cool kids for like a little bit. But it all came down to helping other people is really the crux of what really underlies this. Because I don't know, I don't know about you, but the more time that I spent with people that were at higher levels of success, what I realized was, yeah, there's a thousand ways to get there but there's only a couple of ways to get there predictably, right? Mm, And and this is where like the systems and processes of wealth like really come into play, right? And what you find is that the path to wealth is already mapped out. There's actually nothing new to learn about how do you create wealth. It's the problem itself is really understood all the way from the very beginning to owning absolutely nothing to having a hundred million dollars, right? Our average client has somewhere between like 0.5 to $5 million. And we have some people that are in the $25 million net worth range. Let me pause it here. Half a million to 5 million? Half a million to 5 million is an average client in terms of total net worth. Okay. But we have clients that go all the way to 25 million, right? What what percentage would you say that base of clients are? Half a million to $5 million? Most clients are actually in that like half to 2 million, right? Okay. That's where you're going to find them. And especially in like that multifamily space, right? It's that half to 2 million. They've started to have some success, right? But they haven't really hit like the strides yet. What happens is, I mean, I know, you know, you know, business, right? I'm sure that like everybody listening to this podcast might know a little bit about how businesses operate. But if you talk to entrepreneurial circles, for anybody that hasn't had the same business experience we have, what you'll find is people say like, hey, businesses will stall. 
most businesses stall at about a year, uh, about a million dollars a year in revenue. And then they hit like another hurdle around three, another and around five and another around 10. And then mm-hmm. another one at around 25 million. And you say, why are these these magic numbers? It's because the magic numbers exist because it's at those points that you can generally see that the way that what you were doing in the past doesn't help you get to the future. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you know the playbook of how do you go from zero to 10, you can cut out all the sticking points and that's how you accelerate your fat, your accelerate yourself to get there faster and better. One of the things that I loved and why I find Royal Legal Solutions to be the most fascinating company that I've ever worked to lead, but also and to consult for is because what we were able to do was working with over 2000 clients over the last seven plus years and manage in protecting over $1.2 billion in equity and assets. As we were to say, what are the systems and processes of wealth of what do you build at each stage? So that way, what you build now works perfectly now for what it, you're going to need in the future. So you're never having to redo. It's a single system and process for wealth to be able to go through it, right? And then you add pieces to it like a flywheel. You set up your foundations and you add pieces to a flywheel when things in your, when you get to the right income level or to the right tax situation, because everybody's already lived this, man. And if you look at enough studies of it, you're like, nope, this is the definitive path that predictably gets this result every single time. And what you end up with is saving millions of dollars in lost revenue. You end up saving years of time. Years You're saying of time. hundreds of hours of just doing the wrong thing. You save thousands of hours in education because God help us right now, you can get educated in all kinds of bad info or really selective info. They're like, okay, great. That's really cool. But when am I supposed to do that, right? At what point in my life am I supposed to do that thing? I have no idea, but that's really cool. And so what we always focus on is education to action, which means we have to understand who you are, where you're at, what the next steps you're going to, and then how do we educate you on just that next step? So you can see the big map, but no, great. These are the incremental steps that you're going to take every quarter or every half a year or every year as you're building your wealth up. So it's just as much as like all of the legal services, the tax service, the insurance services, all of those things that we do as part of our bread and butter in our business. But the reality is that the piece that nobody else can do that we can do, which is we've just seen so many people that we know this is exactly what you need to do next. Boom, baby. Boom. Mr. Scott, look, let me backtrack. If you have a pen and a piece of paper, this is the note taking time. If you're in your car and you just, you know, rewind your podcast for just a few minutes when you're listening, but there's a couple of notes, right? One of them was the systems and processes to create wealth. They're already defined. Enough people have already chosen that path, have gone down the route, and they know exactly how to get there. What we're not doing is creating something from scratch where you have to be the inventor of, where you have to come up with this brand new thing. We're actually just following exactly what other successful people have already done. And we have the crib notes, right? That's what I love hearing about it from Scott is this is a repeatable systematic process, meaning for somebody like Abel Pacheco, I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. I wasn't the most astute in school. I was hardworking, dedicated. I had a perseverance. And when somebody said, hey, this is the way to go. And I really, I could see their, their success and whatever it was, it's like, let's just follow it and let's just do that. They already lined it out. Let's boom, 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 boom. It always led to success and hearing the same thing for wealth creation This should be the wake up call for those of you that are here. It's like, well, man, if I'm not there yet, if I'm not at my $2 million or $3 million mark, and I'm just having this, 
you know, barrier where I need to cross. There's people that already crossed that chasm. Scott's guiding us through how to get there. So let's talk about it, man. We're building the systems. We're building a system now that's going to scale for the future. You know, what is it that most people start with or what do you recommend we start to educate ourselves and our listeners, you know, from, from this point forward? Yeah. So, so the first thing I want to highlight for everybody is that every step of this journey mm-hmm. requires you to think through your asset protection, your estate planning, your tax, and your insurance. The only other leg that's not talked about there is the asset. So for right now, we're going to assume everybody here, we're talking about multifamily assets. So you say, hey, I'm a multifamily investor. That's what I'm doing. Every step here, we have to think about all four of those things and think how do they relate together to know what is the smartest thing to do now, right? That's what we're all trying to do is figure out what's where am I right now? What's the next step I have to do? Those are the four things that you have to figure out to know what's the right move. The challenge that you are facing, everybody is facing right now, is who the heck can tell me how those four things have to relate together? Because most of the time, what you're going to find is, is either one of two things are happening to you. Either you're finding individual professionals that can tell you how their piece of the puzzle works, but they don't really know how all the other pieces of the puzzle have to work to fit together. And so you're left having to quarterback and figure it all out yourself by talking to them, reading articles and listening to podcasts. Or you have to listen to your investor buddy who is that who is at that next step. But all he's going to be able to tell you is how what he did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he doesn't necessarily, he only has whatever he did, but that might not be the best thing. And so what I'm saying and, and what we set out to do in Royal Legal was to say, great, we're going to in-house all of these things. So there's one brain that actually has all the different departments and all the different professionals. So we've taken all of the thinking out of the equation and all the need for anybody to actually have to think through all the layers. Now, our job is to educate you on why it's this and not this, right? So that way, anything you come to us and say, yeah, that's a great idea, but that ain't it. But the first things that you have to do is think of is, in my opinion, is you got to think about LLC protection, especially in the multifamily space, which means that you're doing single purpose entities, one in each state that you're owning an asset. Each LLC is only going to own one asset. It's owned by an umbrella company that's either formed in Delaware, Texas, Nevada, or Wyoming that has charging order protection and where you can own your entities anonymously. The idea here is that you want two things. One is that if anybody sues you, they don't get shit. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that on this podcast. (laughs) Right, we're, we're okay. Good family show, but everyone, we get excited about this. Stuff. Yeah, we get excited. About about it. Keep Sorry going. About keep that. going. I'm gonna keep it clean. So, anybody else that don't turn off this podcast, I'm gonna you're keep it totally clean good, man. Show. Just keep going, so, Scott. You're good, yeah. The first thing you want to do is be like rich people do, right? You don't want to be like my friend who lost over three million dollars from a single lawsuit because and he was super well insured because he's like, well, the insurance company will protect me. Oh, I found out goodness. suing insurance companies is that they're profit seeking corporations. Their job, their business model is built on collecting premiums and denying coverage. Yeah. So we have insurance. You want insurance because you want those companies to come in place to protect you from lawsuits, but we don't depend on them, right? Mm-hmm. They're not our friends, mm-hmm. right? And so if you want to make sure that you're bulletproof from liability protection, this is what you got to do. You separate each asset into its own, every apartment into its own LLC. You want to streamline your taxes and hold all of your assets anonymously by having it owned by a parent company, like an entity established in Wyoming, for example, that would be anonymously owned, right? You form it through a law firm. So that way, all of the information regarding the LLC and the yearly filings of the LLC just has an attorney and a legal address associated with it. So all that information is protected by the attorney-client privilege. And if anybody ever comes to sue Able, guess what they find out? They do all this research and they said Able doesn't know anything, right? And if they do sue them, they're going to say, well, great, we can almost get to nothing. 
there's this castle of protection that comes up around you that stops lawsuits before they start. And this is exactly what happens. I had a client of mine sold an asset. There was some plumbing in on that asset. There was a that leaked, right? And the buyer said, hey, man, you defrauded me. Look at all the $75,000 in damages that we have from this plumbing that leaked. And I went back to the attorney. I said, listen, good luck. The entity that sold you the asset doesn't own anything anymore. There ain't nothing in there that you're going to be able to get. My client operated and sent all the communications through a separate LLC that also doesn't own anything. We call that an operating company. Some people call that a shell company, which is not a bad word. It's smart business. So what are you going to sue? Anything you sue, you will get to know assets. And guess where the lawsuit went? Right in the trash. They didn't even sue. $75,000. And that's the power of strong asset protection is it makes it look like you don't own anything. Then they have to fight through a castle of protection. Then everything that they look at to say, hey, how are we going to recover? Because remember, the attorney's got to get paid by winning and recovering off of it. Otherwise, the business of the lawsuit doesn't make any sense, right? And then all of a sudden, it made it a bad business decision for anybody to come after you. And that's all you got to do. That's the power of good protection. Hopefully, the insurance steps in to protect you. If it doesn't, you're bulletproof because you got this backstop. Yeah, baby, that's it. I mean, asset protection was one of the first things. We we bought houses when we were a single family uh, investors for like 10 years prior to multifamily. We bought houses and Abel Pacheco and, and my wife owned them. And I was like, oh my gosh. And the first time I realized asset protection, this is, you know, one one way to lose everything is put them all in my name. So anyways, that was, That's right. that was one of the first moves. If you right? own assets in your own name, mm-hmm. any lawsuit can completely wipe you out. Yeah, you're living off of yeah. hopium. It's hopium. Yeah. If you're not, if you want to take control of your life and make sure that like the hard work that you're doing will continue to stay around, then what you got to have is you got to have asset protection. Yeah. The so laws know, are created for so, a reason. They're there to be used. Yeah. Yeah. So let's put them all under LLCs. Let's make smart moves. Let's separate. Let's insure them. Let's, you know, that. And then what? What's our next moves here? Well, remember the insurance is also an important piece of this too, right? So what a lot of people don't realize is that you can go and find out like, hey, can I get a million to 5 million in umbrella policy? That might mm-hmm. only cost you like 500 bucks. A couple bucks right? year, for the year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it costs you almost nothing, right? And that umbrella policy will say, hey, for your home, your auto, for any of your assets that you have, et cetera, here's minimum coverages you have to maintain. So you can actually get to this place where you have millions of dollars in insurance policies that hopefully will rely to protect you, right? If the worst case scenario happens, but also it means that if your insurance company decides they want to screw you on a deal, that's a really big, large claim. That means that there's enough juice in there that you can go to another attorney and be like, Hey, this is the attorney I was, that guy that would go like, yeah. I'll go sue that insurance company for five millions of bucks. dollars. I did millions the umbrella policy. They and, don't want to pay. And the lawyers are okay, go, there's baby. enough there to go because fight remember, for Pacheco. That's right. Because now we got leverage over the insurance company that says, if you don't cover this claim, I can come after you for millions of dollars. Ain't $50,000. That's your basic yeah, yeah. policy. Yeah. You want that umbrella policy to come in because that's how you get leverage back on the insurance companies is to there say, hey, go. that's how I'm going to do there it. You go. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with me, your host, Abel Pacheco. And since you're listening to the show right now, I wanted to break for a moment to tell you thank you so much for subscribing and following the show. I also want to give you access to our simple wealth case study for busy professionals that we explain how we invested in $150 million of commercial real estate to generate passive income. So I'm sharing with you how I personally build wealth like the 1% and explaining 
how you can create passive income in real estate without having to manage it yourself. So do yourself a favor, take a moment now and go to www.5talents.capital. That's the number five talents, T-A-L-E-N-T-S dot capital. And you can register, watch our video recorded case study, and we're going to give you access to our investment club as well. If you want to see like all of our next moves, every single investment move that we make, future investment opportunities, and even perhaps invest alongside us, go to our website now. We look forward to sharing more. You can register at www.5talents.capital. And we look forward to having you as part of the club. I never thought about, I've never thought about the leverage of that side. It's like, well, I've, we do the umbrella policy, smart moves. Someone, like you said, above me, was like, you need to get an umbrella policy. It'll just scroll past, you know, it'll cover everything. Few bucks a month, millions of coverage. It makes sense. We did that, but I didn't think about the alternative. If they didn't pay out, then that's another great avenue source, right? It's like, oh, I want help. I want help with a team member and they know there's enough money for them to come help me. I love it. That's it. And then like some, and so you end up with like, that's how you get to that bulletproof kind of protection. You don't have to worry about lawsuits. You get sued. I got clients that get sued. They notify me. I go to work with whoever is going to be local counsel for that lawsuit. Or I talk to the attorney on the other side for them. I never charge anything extra to like go and handle those pieces. Cause like, Hey, I'm the one that said, this is a good solid structure. I'm the one that's defending this every month, month in, month out of like Mm -hmm. what it is. Right. So I say, great. That's how I'm going to put my name on it to say, this is exactly how this, this works. And that's where you get that real peace of mind. I think that's where a lot of people get that real peace of mind is because they're like, great. I already did all the right things. I got all the protection. If the worst case scenario happens, I got somebody that's already in my corner. That's going to help navigate this whole situation for me. And guess what does that mean? They get lawsuits, man. They're doing business the next day. Most people get sued. They're crushed for months or even years sometimes because it's too much to handle. Not my clients, man. They just are like, cool, great. I kick it over to Scott. He's going to help me figure out exactly what to do. And then we go with it, it, right? And now it's, but the major piece here, man, is what's the point of building all this stuff? What's the point? And I think the point is, is to leave a legacy. I think it's to take care of my family, right? And the way that you do that is by having properly structured estate plans with a living trust and having a pour over will. And you have those two things in place. You're yeah. in control of what happens with your assets and your family even after you're gone. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know a lot of people that haven't put these in place? Because I'm always shocked at how many we, people haven't. We end up talking to a good amount of people that don't have the basics done. It was you know, even, even ourselves five years ago. So someone was like, Hey, you need to get a will. And I started looking into it and I was like, I probably need a will like, well, you know, figure this out. And then it was an education or a course, like you mentioned, where they kind of said, Hey, an, if you have a will, it's better than nothing. However, unless you want your family to deal with courts, judges, people probate the system to figure out what actually happens, unless you want somebody else making a decision and that could affect your family, you need a living trust. You need the living trust to put it in there that will speak on your behalf for you, your children, the medical decisions, those kinds of things, your businesses. And I still tell people today, I mean, a lot of my family and friends and, uh, oh, you're the, you know, you, you probably know more about this. I see you interviewing on podcasts. I need to get a will. Who do I get a will for? I go, man, it's a living trust. I like your poor will. So man, let me let you talk about it. What I mean, I understand because of my mishaps. Why don't you elaborate a little bit on, on why it's good and what it does? Yeah, man. Well, I mean, if you have absolutely nothing in place, 
the government gets to make all the decisions what happens to your assets. They make I, I don't know any of us that should be okay with that because I don't trust them. I don't trust what they're going to do or where that's yeah, going to go. Who knows what they are or what they're going to do. Yeah. What, what is that going to be like? Like, well, what does that mean? That you're going to give $5 million of my dollars to my kid when he turns 18? That sounds insane. Mm-hmm. Like, and that'll mm-hmm. happen. And that happens mm-hmm. all the time. And it's actually very detrimental for people that are young to inherit that much money because mm-hmm. they don't know how to control it. It's like people hitting the lottery. You hear them like they become drug addicts. They become not every time, right? But it's never positive to get that much money dropped on you. So what do you got to do? You got to put together two things. The most important thing is like you said, it's a living trust. If you don't have a living trust, let's say you just have a will in place. And a lot of people are like, hey, I got a will. I think I'm okay, right? All right well, number one, I'm saying like, when's the last time you actually updated that will? Right? Yeah. Did you do it once and then just lock it in a drawer? I don't know. But number two, with that will, what that means is all the assets have to go through a court system where all of them become part of the public record, how much they're worth, who they're going to, et cetera. Also, it gets broadcast to the world. So anybody that says that either you or anybody that's inheriting an asset says, oh, I think they owe me money. Guess what? Now they file a complaint in the court because now it's all public. And now there's another litigation that's happening in the worst possible time. You just died. And now what you did is you gave everybody lot more lawsuits that they have to go fight off apart from grieving for your death and trying to figure out how they're going to move forward. I mean, so you saddled your family with all of those issues potentially with it. Yeah. But guess what? It's so easy to fix. All you do is a living trust. Remember we talked about having the LLCs that own all the assets that funnels up to one Wyoming LLC that holds as the umbrella company that hold all the, all the companies anonymously and therefore all the assets anonymously. And then what you do is you say, great, I'm going to have a living trust that's going to own that Wyoming LLC. The living trust is going to spell out who's going to get what, when are they going to get it? Under what conditions are they going to get it? Maybe you want to build in like carrots for people to say, hey, listen, if little Susie starts her own business, I'm going to give her an extra $500,000 out of my estate because I'm going to help her get that business started. You can create carrots to help shape the behaviors of what you know is going to create great <laughs> lives for your children have, inside of your living those are all go- Those are all great ones. Like the first time somebody coached me through this, it was like, do you want your you know, 16-year-old, 18-year-old to you know, inherit millions of dollars when this has happened. I'm like, no, because that's, you know, parse it out. 18 gets X amount, X amount. But the exercise they drove me down also was what happens if your daughter is married some guy and she's 18 and she inherits a bunch of money and then they split up. Do you want this guy to inherit all this money? And I was like, no. And they're like, so you need to outline some of these things where if something happens and my daughter and you know some other guy just get divorced, like you can outline all this. And I think we, I'm pretty sure we outlined this as soon as I heard. It, I was like, yeah, I don't want that guy getting anything. Those are the things you could do with the living trust. Where I just it never dawned on me. I never went that far down this process. It's a most people think it's a morbid process, right? It's like, oh, I don't want to figure out what I do when I die. But yes, like I want to protect my children now and later. So yeah. Well, I mean, think how cool it is. That you can know, but you can know, here's the right things that need to happen. Like if you're a leader of organization, you know that the way that you win is to create the right incentives because you know who your people are, you know what motivates them, and you know like, great, this is how this person is going to be excellent in their life, right? I definitely don't of, have any incentives in mind, and I'm going to go back and think about it right now, which is if you it. start a business, we're going to give you X amount more. And like, get, okay, That's great. it. That's and great. then you get to stagger when do they get it, right? Because you're like, hey, cool. And you and you know, like, hey, all right, well, 
And, and some of these things too, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know the perfect way this needs to work, but that doesn't matter. What matters is you get something in place and then you revisit yeah. it every year. It's just, yeah. that's the okay, system okay. and process part revisit. of this, right? I'm, la- I'm learning as much as yeah. all of my listeners right now. Once a year. Because I'm like, revisit. Oh yeah, it's this has been a few years. Let's go yeah. revisit it. Go ahead, go ahead. Do it once a year, clean up everything. Once a year, do one hour with an attorney, sit down and say, great. What's going on with the assets? Is there any LLC cleanup that we need to do to be able to make sure that all of our assets are protected and all that's yeah. cleaned up? Yeah. Is there anything that we need to do here? Is like, is are you is there like is divorce on the horizon? Like, do is there something we need to do to help protect you from a divorce? Is there like a major lawsuit that you're worried about? Great. Is there anything going on with the kids? Did you know? Did little Johnny get into a little bit of the wrong stuff in college and now he's having a little bit of problem in rehab? All right, cool. Well, let's check out what's going to need to happen with the living trust. And make sure that that's going to be protected because if he's already having that challenge in life, that challenge plus money, that ain't good, yeah. right? But the thing is, like, it doesn't take much time. It just takes an, the system and process of what do wealthy people do, and you just do that thing. And that doesn't take more yeah. than an hour a year to cover off on what I needed for my estate planning, what I needed for my legal. The time that you're talking about right now, too, if you're listening to this and you have some wealth or you're trying to create it, unless you're you know, family office, $10 million plus, you have teams working for you. The, this little bit of time, this is the time that you need to take to like sharpen the saw yourself and figure out what I need to do. The great part about it is you don't have to be the expert. You don't have to be the attorney. You don't have to be the person that knows the strategy. You don't have to be the expert on the taxes each year. What you need to do is be able to work with an expert a team of experts that they've already seen it, they've done it, they've applied it. Your job is to take the mindset and then go, you got to go action on it. You got to implement it because otherwise this is just, oh, it's a great conversation. I'm super excited. And then I never employ any of it. Your situation doesn't change. And what I heard Scott say was like those people that take action I'm a little fearful of repelling. I'm fearful of dog sledding in, in Colorado. My wife's like, let's go. So you, when you make the, de- the decision to say, you know what, let's do that. Even though everything's telling you not to do it, that little bit of risk, whether it's spend money, spend time, go you know deeper into the education, you have to do that. Even though maybe others around you are telling you, no, don't spend $7,000 with this expert. That's ridiculous. Don't spend 20K. I do my taxes and H and, you know, tax TurboTax and it's $29.99 or whatever. It's like, no, that's the wrong way to do it. You got to make a move. You got to, you know, take some action. Right. So before I, oh, no, man, let me be conscious of time because I know you have a deadline. I I do what I I do as well. We got to go. But last few minutes, I have more questions for you, but. Let's do this to make sure our listeners can go. Who do you want to reach out to you and where should they go to connect with you? Let's make sure we we capture this in the show notes. Yeah. So the best thing to do is to be able to connect with us. It's just go to www.royallegalsolutions.com. When you see the top of that page there, you're going to see a button that says get a price. And when you go to, when you click that button, you're going to see that there's some quiz on the very next page. And that quiz gives us all the basic information that we need to know about who you are, right? And when we mean who you are, it's like, what is the critical information that says strategically, what is the education that this person needs for their next step, right? Because we have about 2,000 hours of videos. I have 11 eBooks that I've done. I have cor- I have so much content. There's no way that any one person could absorb it all. So when you fill out that quiz by going to royallegalsuits.com, clicking on get a price and filling out the quiz, that lets us 
be able to start to send you the right information and connect you with a staff member that can talk to you about wherever you're at and what that next step is going to look like in your journey, right? Of wherever you're now, whatever, no matter what your budget is, no matter like what level, if you're just starting out, great. If you're at $5 million in total net worth and have 30 apartment complexes and 100 doors, fantastic. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like where you're at in the journey, we have the right education and the right puzzle pieces to know what's going to be the next place for you. If you're somebody who's paying and you have commercial real estate or you have apartment complexes and you're paying a single dollar in taxes, I can tell you, you should fire your existing CPA immediately, especially if you have a stay at home. If you have a stay at home <laughs> husband or a stay at home wife and you're uh-huh. in that field, you should fire the CPA immediately. And give us a call into it and we'll be able to help you out. The things that you can do with accelerated depreciation by being able to classify your spouse as a real estate professional, being able to use that depreciation and offset all of your business income and any income, active income that you might have from other businesses or your W-2 or your rental income will get you down to a zero effective tax rate. It's really incredible that tax, what the saving and the money of the taxes does to your total you know, ROI. But to be able to get to that information, we have to start a conversation. We have to start being able to show you, here's the education we've seen of what are the systems and processes for wealth that people just like you have used and have been using over the last seven years, over the other 2000 real estate investors we work with that says, this is the path. It looks exactly like this. All you have to do is execute the path. Everything that you need to be able to become wealthy, we can do for you in-house, except one thing, which is the thing that you do, Abel, which is where's the deal? And that's where we think that like, that's how we're able to cut your path to financial freedom in half, because you don't have to think about any other legs of the stool besides just the one thing that we can't do for you, which is go out there with your spear and go hunt and go find the money into it. Everything else we're going to be able to do for you, educate you along the way so that way you know that you're on the definitive correct path for you. Yeah. And that's just going to royallegalsolutions.com, click and get a price and filling out the quiz. That's as easy as it is. There you go. There you go. So you know what to do. And thank you very much for your time. Before you go in these last few minutes, Scott, I did want to you know talk about it, right? You see a lot of different investors and I'll think about the way I'll describe it is a pyramid where you have thousands of clients and on the bottom of this pyramid is the foundation with the majority of your clients, zero to $2 million, $2 million and up, maybe the up this pyramid, there are less of those investors and less of those clients that you talk to with higher net worth. And at the very top, you've got this, you know, top 10%, top 1% that are probably the high, well, I know they're the highest net worth earners. They make the most in the least amount of time. They have the best tax strategies. Give us a little, like illuminate this path of what it takes from us to go from the foundation of your clients to the middle, to the top, you know, highest performing, right. highest net it's like, worth. It's a mental what shift, are we doing right? differently? What can we apply and what do we do? Tell us what they're right. doing differently, brother. So we have, I have weekly coaching inside RLS where we talk a lot about this. It's about the different types of mental shift. And there's typically three, right? There's somebody who's like, we call like Nick Naive, you know, then there's Smart Sam and then there's High Net Worth You. What you find out is that the reason why people are able to lose everything and bounce back to huge high net worth has everything to do with their mental state. Because if actually the higher net worth you get, the more you realize of how all of the puzzle pieces click together. That's why we think we're so successful. That's because we're taking the high net worth mentality, but cross-applying it to everybody, even if they don't know it, that we're doing it, right? So let's take, for example, like somebody who's out there is like Nick Naive, right? Nick Naive is out there wondering like, hey, should I, do I need LLCs or do I need an estate plan? 
you know, that comes into it. And then you say, well, yeah, man, you should, because all these great reasons, right? We all understand that. Everybody listening to this podcast understands like, no, that'd be crazy to start operating without LLCs. Of course you need LLCs. Great. Well, now you're, you might be at the next level and say, well, great. Well, do you understand how that LLC either classifying as S corporation or how you can take additional deductions or how you could take that LLC and have it classified as a C corporation could help you in different tax events would be able to help raise more money. And they'd say, oh, well, I didn't know that. Great. Well, now you're now you're with Sam. You're in the middle bracket. You understood how LLCs connected taxes. They say, well, how would high net worth you look at that issue? Well, high net worth you would say, this isn't about LLCs for protection. It's definitely not just about taxes. I can do all day long. I'm bored with that. What is this really about? Said, ah, this is really about building a legacy. What is the future for you and your family? And how do you make sure that your family's course, that you can control the course of your family, guide the course of your family, even after you're dead? Would you be interested in learning how to do that? And I know he says, hell yeah. And that's because he's connected the taxes to the LLCs, to the estate planning, right? So that's why that the higher net worth people are always winning because they understand the game to the efficiencies of the game where all the rest of us are running around like a chicken with our head cut off, trying to figure out what to do. And they're like, great, here's the move I need to make that only costs me very little and has huge impact to it because I know the precise move that has to get made here. And that is the precision that you can only get by having looked at so many issues to see how they integrate. So if you want to know the secrets from even that, like I talk about on my podcast, Real Estate Nerds, which is how do people, what's the best and worst deals and what led them there? All mental state. Mental state should always relate to being how do the puzzle pieces fit together? You can always tell who's smarter and who's not because they can tell you how all of the pieces relate to each other and what steps you would need to take depending upon how many assets you have, what kind they are, and where are you going in the future? Yeah, man. What are, who are you? What are you doing? What's your goal? What's the next step? And how do you get there, man? And just somebody illuminating the past, somebody guiding you forward is what we need. I heard this the other day and I think I'll share it. It was wealth can be created and lost usually within three generations. The first generation is probably somebody that actually grinded it out, knows how to do it and created it. The second generation is usually the one that maintains it tries to maintain it. They're not builders, but they're trying to maintain what's built. And the third generation is they didn't know how it was created and they didn't maintain it. They just lived off of it and then it's gone. And unless you can figure out being the leader and showing others the second and third generation, that's what we want to change. And if you're listening, you know, you probably know my story. I, I don't know, Scott, did you come from wealth, Scott? Are you, oh, are no, that man. your background? My, my father passed away when I was three. I was raised by a single mother with, I had two, two kids at home and she was a school teacher. So we were like stoked on that. We had macaroni and cheese to eat growing up. Same. So I was raised on the time I was little, average, I was like everyday longs. guy, you know, and yeah. now Scott's teaching these wealth strategies. It can be repeated. It, it can be learned, taught, repeated, applied. You just got to go take action. You have to do it. As, Scott's not going to, he can't do it for you. Neither can I. We're trying to lead you to it. And, and hopefully this is helpful, but here it is, man. Scott. All I can do is make it easy and affordable and give you all the education <laughs> for free. If that's it, it, well, that's the only things I can do. I'm really like, if you know another thing I can do, I can't break into your house and be like, yo, give me your credit card and let me run your business yeah, for do you. That you know? one, man. Do hey, well, on this point, the last thing, is there anything we didn't talk about? Anything that you wanted to share? I just didn't ask. 
Anything you want to leave us with some last thoughts? I mean, it really, it just all comes down to that point to saying like, you know, if you've, for anybody that's been wondering about like, hey, is this, is this something like this feels scary? Like estate planning feels scary. Is it going to be like a ton of work? Do I have to like learn a ton to be able to do it, to be able to learn these like wealth building systems? And the deal is that what we've done is we've taken the hundred percent of the knowledge and we've distilled it down. So you only have to do 5% of the work, right? So into it, it's only a few hours of time total time it will take you to move from wherever you're at now to be in the perfect wealth building system. I'm telling you, it's less than six weeks total time. It's only a few hours of your time at any given place. That's how streamlined these processes are to be able to get it in place. And all you have to do is go to royallegalsolutions.com, click get a price at the top of the page and fill out that quiz. And I'll show it to you. I'll show you the whole thing for free. There ain't nothing, there ain't no hiding the eight ball here. The only time that anybody ever gives us money is when you say, I want you to go build it, Scott. I mean, this is so extreme that people said, Scott, people are just going to rip you off. All the other attorneys out there are going to rip you off. And I said, great, because then so many more people are going to become wealthy. I don't need I don't need the money anymore. I already did all my thing with real estate. Come to find out, though, that it's actually really hard to figure out how do you put all these puzzle pieces together in the right way to be able to put all the hats. And so I'm super excited for everybody to come in be able to get just free education. If you go there, you fill out the quiz, we're going to educate you for free. If you want to take action, that's the only time that you ever pay us any money is because you want us to build it for you. And then that's awesome. Then we're all making money together. And that's what right I want. Well, let's get it on. Well, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. Again, my name is Abel Pacheco. If you heard something that was provided you value today, go like, subscribe to our podcast, leave us a written review, go reach out to Scott, let him know you heard us, you heard our conversation on the podcast. I'd be blessed to hear it and look forward to sharing more. We'll talk to you soon. See you on the next show. Thanks for your time, Scott. Thanks, Abel. Great to be here. All right. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Five Talents Podcast with myself, your host, Abel Pacheco. We really appreciate you liking, following, subscribing, and leaving all the written reviews for the Five Talents Podcast. Each week, we're going to continue to bring interviews with private equity folks, VCs, advisors, financial planners, strategists, tax strategists, and other stewards of capital, many of which advise the wealthiest 1% on what to do with their money. So we appreciate you joining. Also, if you want to be notified of monthly future events we're hosting or attending, and if you want exclusive access to the same investment opportunities that have largely been reserved for the wealthiest 1%, many of which you've rarely ever heard about, go now to our website, watch our wealth building case study, and register to be added to our investment club. We're going to send you future opportunities, and you'll be able to watch all the moves that we make firsthand. Your investment journey is waiting for you to take the next step. So what is the next step? Go to www.5talents.capital. That's 5talents.capital and register today. Thank you again. We can't wait to bring you the next show. And thank you for liking and subscribing.